welcome to, or welcome back to, Total Spot Fest. This is JJ Brownlee. That, right there, that's Jamie Faulkner. We are coming back at you with another action-packed, every week I say it, action-packed. <laughs> you always say action-packed. You got to something it's different. Like, like we sit here and talk for an hour. I don't know how action, how packed that action is, but hey, to us, it's action-packed. But no, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate you giving some of your time. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, as always, drop a comment down below to join the conversation. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter at TotalSpotFest. Jamie, how's your week been? I know the answer to this because you haven't. You, you need you need the weekend already. I <laughs> uh, I need the weekend. I need a big bottle of vodka <laughs> and no kids for like a strong three days <laughs> and no work even longer. Well, the no work is 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 paramount for sure. It's been a stressful time at, at the at, at work for Jamie especially yeah. uh, this past week, but uh yeah. the ki- yeah. the kids been getting raised in hell lately or is it just uh just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just one, just just the just one. And we're not going to name names here. I can I can take a guess. I can. We're not going to name names here, but <laughs> yeah, we're not going to name names. But if you have children that are in between the ages of nineteen and seven, it could be any one of them any single day. <laughs> Everybody with children right now is empathizing with you immensely, and I'm just sitting here mm-hmm. and do whatever the f I want. Phil, just like oh, that must suck, <laughs> right? Oh Lord! Well, well, let's talk. We're gonna get in some wrestling. Uh, hopefully, that'll cheer you up at least for for a spell here. So, disconnect from everything. We disconnected uh, this past Friday. So this past Friday was Journey Pro again. Edwardsville show, a wild thing we went to uh, out at the ball field. Jamie brought most of his family to it, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. including your everybody. Wife. Almost much, other than Bailey, except for your other oldest, Bailey. you know, too too cool for school. The oldest daughter, but um, yes. even your wife, her first independent wrestling show, she had fun. She really enjoyed Heidi. Okay, a lot. she thought Good. she thought Heidi was great. Um, she enjoyed um, the main event with the Howlets. Uh, of course, everybody loves the Howlets and uh, the inner. The interaction between Jeremy Wyatt and myself, she really, she really appreciated that. She looked, she looked at me like she saw our interactions. She's like, like with Jeremy Wyatt's like, you need to come up with new material. I'm like, I'm committed to the bit. So, you know, it was good. I was really hopeful that he would do like a thing with her. It was like, you're married to him. You know, one of those things, you know? like how he did it to Megan. He's like, oh, you're related to him. Yeah. Oh my God. That was, yeah. But then I thought Jeremy about Wyatt's it. That's it's the bit he did last month too. So it's like, he can't re- rehash too much. Plus there's a lot of hate there. I know he got into it on the way into the rings. Uh, one of the uh, one of our friends over at i70 hot tag go check out our friends over at the i70 hot tag podcast by the way fellow kansas mm-hmm. city uh wrestling podcasters good guys there uh <laughs> one of the dudes had his son there and his son uh was the, is the kid who had gotten uh Jalistico's hat you know and he's a very mm-hmm. vocal young man at wrestling shows <laughs> and so Upon yeah. entrance, Wyatt was drawn there to the feud, but no, it was a good time. It was, uh, it was a really chill. See, the thing I like about it, and the thing that's interesting, and you made this mention, is that it's like, it's like, it's like, hey, we can't get a loud chant going, and I go, well, we're spread out amongst a baseball field outside. It's <laughs> like I, yeah. Like, like I went to the bathroom. Luckily, the porta potty was closer this year. Thank God. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, out there, and I took it. You know, I took a little, I took a little vape break and everything. And it's like it was good. You, you, it was a good sounding crowd. It's just you know dissipated by the open air a little bit. So it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was disappointed when Chris Bay came out and we started doing the two sweets. You know, two sweet whoop whoop, and uh-huh. like nothing. Like it I felt know. like it was nothing like like five guys. It's like, come on, man. Like <laughs> get your new Japan on. Like yeah. for all of us. 
it was more than that, but it didn't feel like it for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I had a hand in and then then had a coward moment, but then reveled in the, the, and took credit for all the meat going around with Moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> Good old meat shine. Moonshine Mantel. Well, on the pre-show, uh, I did it with our friend Michael Reed here, who you guys might remember sat yes. in for Jamie when he was on vacation. Which, thank you, Michael, for stepping in. Uh, Audrey had a performance. Uh, she was a, a junior Raypec cheerleader. So she had to do her little pregame performance, and I was a little bit late. So I yeah. appreciate it. She's the one that gets thrown up in the air because she's small. <laughs> and, but uh, but no, so uh, he did the pre-show with me. And on it, uh, which we had a little technical difficulties, but we were running through the card real fast there. And we got to the the Moonshine and Manders match. And, of course, out came two big, two big meaty men slapping meat, right? You know? And it just... Mm-hmm. It just kind of migrated over, and there was a slap his meat chant, which even even Hartzell was taken aback by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it was it was good fun. So good time there to be had. We got a bunch of new uh, uh, first timers. First time we got to see Billy Starks in Journey Pro. That was wonderful. Oh, that was awesome. Like to Great see you know, to a longer match, but you know, hey, you got you got to move the card along as you do. And yeah. um, Trevor Outlaw, we've seen before, but he was managing the Bang Bros, who had one of the most interesting double team moves I've seen in a long while. I'm gonna say that um, they okay. did that little rolly thing into like a DDT spear bit. Mm-hmm. It was I don't even know how to like explain it, but it was cool. They're a solid tag team, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're worth a follow. They're young, so they're going to only get better. Yeah. Hey, if you're a promoter, sign them up. Their bus will come see you soon. <laughs> just just stay off the bus, just for, for legal reasons. Um, oh, wrong bus. Um, or get on. <laughs> whatever floats your boat there. But that was a good time, so... Um, no official announcement yet for the next show, but other than it's going to be back in Agnes next month. So it is happening. Yeah. In October. It's going to be back Agnes late October. It's all we know. Yeah. Hopefully we get an announcement here shortly. And he talked to Chris. Chris is going to get himself married in a, a little bit over a week. Yay! So he's, he's a little preoccupied with that. So that's really exciting for him. Pre-congratulations um, so yeah. to Chris and Devin. Congratulations. Yes, Absolutely. So he's he's got some stuff going on, but uh, we'll keep you guys abreast. It was a good time. You can go also, like we always say, go check out Journey to Anarchy on Twitch. You can you can watch the replay. It was it was a fun show. Um, it looks like Gary J and uh, Christian Rose. Uh, Gary J is the next in line for Christian Rose. So they're gonna fight. They're gonna see. fight hard. Oh, and Mike is officially a howlet now. So. <laughs> Mike is officially a howlet. That's good stuff there. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I can't wait to see. Um, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping we see a couple people at at the show. I'm really hoping we get Abaddon. I don't know if we'll get Abaddon, but I really I want mean, it. It's um, right around Shaza McKenzie's back in the States, so I'm really hoping we get Shaza McKenzie back in, in Kansas City. Loved seeing her. Hopefully she doesn't have to go against Gary Jane, get her chest absolutely taped <laughs> in again. Um but no, like there's there's a couple things I, we you know we we may know a thing or two we may not know a thing or two like things change cards always subject to change um but we know that uh, the tag team tournament is going to continue in some way shape or form as uh, a qualifiers is actually the tournament we don't know um you know those are some of the things that is mm-hmm. out there that we do know but that's about it so keep an eye out we will give you as we get more information we will definitely let you guys know for sure so Hills, yeah. All right. Um, so there's some other stuff we want to talk about, but before we get into that, you know, every mm-hmm. week we like to highlight somebody out there on the independent circuit grinding, doing the work. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. I don't know. But this time, and Jamie, do you have somebody ready for this week's independent wrestler spotlight? I do, I do, I really do, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, it's October. It's spooky season. So why don't we go with somebody a little bit on the... Spooky side? Darker side. Okay. The the more evil side. The, the more unpleasant side. 
Hmm. You dig? <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to talk about none other than Ring of Honor's own. The righteous leader himself, the horror king, Vincent. Ooh. He's out there still grinding away. He's still... he's. He's he's a bigger indie guy. He's all he's he's, he's 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 with Impact, but <laughs> yeah, 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 kinda. But is is he's still on the independent circuit? So we give him his due, and he's horror themed. Okay, <laughs> I'm stick with the horror. He had to get the horror theme. No, I, I get you. I get you there. Absolutely, I'm with you. I mean, dude's been all over the place right now, and. Like, obviously, he's been on Impact. He's been doing a lot of local shows around where he's from. I would love to get him on the show. Not even lying. I would die to actually get him on the show. Um, just because I just want to just peer into his mind. Because I think <laughs> him and I have a lot of similarities in some things. I'm like, oh, we could talk for hours you, on this. Obviously, yeah, can't, yeah. You, you guys would close down. They'd be kicking you out of Agnes. Like, we have to go, guys. Stop talking, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're dissecting this movie right now. Shut up. <laughs> We're talking about Dauber. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, but you can follow Vincent at the Horror King VM as Victor Mary. Uh, on Twitter, I believe he's on Instagram too. I don't follow him on the Instagrams, uh, but I do follow him on the Twitter. He's a solid Twitter follow as well. Mm -hmm. uh, he posts a lot of his match information, lots lots of things going on. Great pictures of him. He is just he is very unique and very different, and I applaud him for that because he has like a Rob Zombie meets. You know, he looks like Son of Rob Sam Zombie. meets Charles yeah. Manson meets. You know, uh, John Doe from Seven. Like, he's got all of these things wrapped into one, and I'm here for it. Big fan. Everybody should be, too. Absolutely. Vincent's fantastic. Good. Very good choice there. Very fitting for the time of year also, too. So, please, links, I know. links down below. Go follow Vincent. And from what I understand, I mean, we don't know what's up with Ring of Honor. We'll talk about some stuff Ring of Honor related later. But, you know, he's still. I got 10 days. <laughs> uh, he's still kind of with that going on there anyway so definitely give him a follow and if you got a chance to go see him go see him go support him uh wherever you're at yes well we started something last week jamie before we get into other stuff i think mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. we should continue that i think it's a nice tie-in from vincent okay let's go so spooky season we're gonna keep this up all month let's go Okay, so this month, this week, we're talking about some of our favorite, not so common, scary movies that everybody should watch. Um, yes, of course, I could talk about my favorite in Hellraiser. <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, I will not talk about the Hell Priest himself, Pinhead. Um, but the look, new look one actually nuance. comes out look tomorrow. That new on card Hell, you know, Hell Priest you got there. Look at that. I mean, it's pretty. Ethan Page would be proud. It's very pretty. <laughs> it's NECA. It's it's awesome. He's got two faces, everything. Never been opened either. I refuse to open it. Um, but anyway, um, the new Hellraiser happens to come out tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, I will be watching it. And yes, I will post something about it. <laughs> it's going to happen. I've already got some good reviews. But that's not the movie I'm talking about. No, 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 no. I would not do that to you. I'm going to actually talk about one of my favorite movies from 1986. There's a few things that you can guarantee are going to happen from 80s horror movies. You know what that is? Um, teens get in trouble and there's, you know, death ensues. There you go. So you have gratuitous teen angst. Uh, things of happening there. Uh, potentially gratuitous nudity. Nudity. Um, you have rehash of old tropes that have been just blown out of proportion. Yep. And you have a terrible soundtrack. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is going to hit all those bells. This hits absolutely everything. This is none other than 1986's Night of the Creeps. Mm, okay. So this movie had Tom Atkins from 
from Halloween 3 fame and other obviously movies. He's a solid actor. Yeah. Also is Jason Lively, the original Rusty from National Lampoon's Vacation as the, the main protagonist. Huh. And basically this movie is Hey, you remember the invasion of the body snatchers, you know, with Donald Sutherland and everything right. that was actually yeah. really good. They had like the little parasite things. Well, this one goes like, Hey, why don't we make them giant slugs and let's camp the shit out of it. That's <laughs> what this movie is. Um, it's great. It's, it's not scary. Like nowadays it does not hold up, but if you want to laugh at eighties horror, this is a great one to laugh at though. It does have some good pieces to it that like make you appreciate the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, just for what they were. Excellent movie. I support this 5 million percent. Go 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 watch Night of the Creeps and tell me what you think. Okay, so a little campy little cheese, but un- not yeah. intentionally campy or cheesy. So, oh, it might have been. Maybe a little bit, right? Okay. Yeah. Like All a, right. Like a guy who who can't use his legs falls down and a slug goes into his mouth <laughs> on, the, on 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 the pot. Yeah. Mhm. There you go. I mean, that sounds almost like some trauma stuff. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. And everybody that knows us knows that Jamie, and he's just giving you exhibits A and B real fast there of his surroundings. But Jamie is the horror movie guy. He Jamie likes doing this because he knows that I'm not really into horror, I but know. there are some. And it is spooky season, so I got to dig into what I am. And see, a lot of the movies that are horror movies that I do like, I don't necessarily consider them to be horror movies, right? You know? A lot of them are like, I would think that's a suspense movie. Well, it's actually a horror movie, one of those sort of things. And I'm really into zombie movies. I think that they're separate, but they're under the horror umbrella, of course. They're a subgenre. Absolutely. It's like saying, I don't like metal. I only like, you know, post-hardcore. Well, it's like, well, that is metal. It's just a dumb version of metal, okay? Yeah. So, my movie is from 2009. It's one of my favorite movies. A movie that didn't have huge uh, box office success. And I wouldn't necessarily it's been like a cult hit, you know? But it's one of those sneaky movies that, that people are like, no, that movie, that movie banged. That movie was awesome, you know? Uh, kind of one of mm-hmm. those under-the-radar sort of things, you know? I totally missed it when it came out in there, but it's one of my favorite movies. So, 2009, Dennis Quaid on a spaceship in a little movie called Pandora. Such a good movie. I love <laughs> that movie. It is amazing it's got uh, norman reedus in there from walking dead of mm-hmm. fame of course you know um uh, the the real fast the the quick synopsis without spoiling anything with it is that <coughs> in the not too distant future humanity is uh we we like so many stories start off with we jacked up this plant enough that we got to find another one right so there's basically a plant that they found and they're going to it, and it's going to take, like, I don't know, 60 years, 50, 60 years, whatever, to get there it is, something, something like that, right? You know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. several thousand people, and there's going to be multiple different ones. This is meant to be the first one, and if it if they get there and they succeed and they're able to, t- you know, able to survive and, you know, acclimate, then the rest of humanity eventually would come along to this new planet. We just relocate Earths, right? Or at least split our thing. Anyway, so there because it's such a long trip, everybody's in cryosleep, and there's a rotation of flight crew, right? So mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid is one of them. Uh, the main character is actually Ben Foster. Uh, ben Foster has been in uh, quite a lot of things there. He was in The Survivor, The Contractor, Hustle, 310 to Yuma, um, you know, Hell or High Water, bunch of stuff, right? And uh, that's the newer three ten to Yuma, by the way. <laughs> Just gets you watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's not he's not he's not that. Old. Um, he wakes up, but he gets out of his pod, but nobody's there to like w- greet him. Like you're supposed to be relieved by the person, you know, you know, you wake up, right? But so he doesn't know what's going on. He can't find anybody, and every everything looks abandoned on the ship, right? doesn't know what's going on well long story short some stuff went afoul there's crazy monsters on this ship that are hunting people and it's it is a fantastic space thriller i mean it's got it's got a a skin it's got a a twinge of uh um 
alien to it, just a little bit of, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe some um, Event Horizon, you know, vibes here and there, and uh, survival horror in space with a really, I thought, good twist ending. You know, I, I the reveal is like, oh, I I enjoy it thoroughly. If you haven't checked it out, Pandorum from 2009, go check it out. It's solid. It is I a horror was... movie, right? That does count as a horror movie. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, right. absolutely. It's under it's 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 under the subgenre probably of uh sci-fi, uh sci-fi horror. That's probably the best way to put it. Sci-fi horror yeah. is, 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 is it's another suspenseful one. I like the suspense more than I yeah. like the, you know, gore, so. Oh, I like gore. Gore. We might talk about Dead Alive. Lamar scene. Let's go. Hey, you want to talk some wrestling now? I do. Give me one second. My buddy just had a baby. Yay! All right. Grat- hey, baby! Congratulations, Zeke. It's, it's about time. So anyway, let's talk wrestling. So. Yay! Do you have a girl or a boy? I um, I do not know. I just you know, oh. he just texted out. I mean, she if it's a, if his- it's a boy, I. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't know what you don't know what that feels like. You don't know what it looks like. Um, no. All right. So we made mention of uh, of uh, Journey Pro's next show, end of October ish, mm-hmm. right? There's yep. also uh, other stuff going on. So uh, recently, you brought up to my attention, and we may be going to uh, St. Louis, not for a Cardinals mm-hmm. game as much as I'd like to. Uh, or a blues game. They're out of town that this particular weekend because there is a Glory Pro show that lines up with our schedules. It does. Ah, we have you have yet to go to Glory Pro, so I know. Like we've talked about going, and we have not made it happen. And I think this one's gonna be a good one because the Wasteland War Party are gonna be there, and Shaza's gonna be there. Jake Something's gonna be there. Uh, you got Matt. Oh God, um, you got Matt Seidel, uh, and Delirious going against Dan the Dad of War Horse. Oh. Just got announced. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, come on now, <laughs> come on now. And it's on. So it's on Sunday, October thirtieth. It's like a matinee show. You know, so it's like two o'clock bell time. That works out wonderful for a Sunday show. Yes, that means we can get home at a decent time. Yeah, especially when you're driving across the state. So it's like, so we're I'm thinking about going. Anybody out there, you know, give us, give us a comment or give us a tweet. Let us know if you've been to Glory Pro, if you want to go to Glory Pro, what your thoughts are. If you know what Glory Pro is, I mean, any of that. Yeah, they've announced a few more matches. Like, 2D Lynn's going to be in action. Cool. Kenny Alfonso, Camaro Jackson, Mike Outlaw, and... um uh xavier walker in a match together um like i said we have uh the wayside war party of max and heidi going against rohit raju and karam um yeah so i mean they got a few things announced here jake something going against ethan price i bet oh laney luck going against Charles mckenzie there you go uh i i bet there's gonna be an ethan page uh sighting probably dan ha- uh dan Housen sighting as well um be a be lots of good stuff, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Cody I'm, Lane. I'm excited. You got Matt Dan, Fitchett and Davey Vega. Dan's been doing great things with that promotion. So I mean, agreed. Is it the pageant? It's at the pageant, right? Uh, it is at the pageant. Hell yeah! So great place to watch. Oh, Broadway Athletic Club. Broadway South Broadway Athletic Club. Oh, okay. They do some. They do some shows at the pageant. So yeah. It regardless. Russell Max does there. Yeah. Is that is that who does okay. Somebody yeah. wrestles at the pageant. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Which those of you not familiar with St. Louis, that's that's a, that's a, that's famous theater over there in St. Louis. Lots of concerts happen. Um also coming to St. Louis soon is the return of GCW. Oh, Hell yeah. December third. Saturday, December third. It's technically on the Illinois side, right? Because it's yeah, but look out. We're talking Effie and um, Alley Catch, maybe Nick Wayne, right? Uh, Nick Gage, got, you know, Gringo Loco, ASF. I mean, 
I, it's, you know, we don't know, we don't know if we're going to be able to swing it. Yeah, it's a little far out for us to plan that far, you know, just, you know, but we didn't get to go to the last GCW in St. Louis. And I really want to go to this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do too. I, I, yep, yep. It's a thing. <laughs> I, I so, want to make it happen, Captain. We'll have to make it happen. I, I'm free that weekend. Next weekend, I can't go. I was offered tickets to go to uh, Revolver the next weekend, but I, I'm, I'm indisposed. So the third, we got to make it happen. What do you want to talk about? I mean, we got Dynamite that happened last night, which was the three-year anniversary of Dynamite. Um, anything you want to get into, yeah. though? I mean, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, talk about how it is National Scissoring Day. Yep, that's right. <laughs> National Scissoring Day. Um, no, like, that was a fun, fun segment. Uh, I really enjoyed how that all played out the whole thing all the way through. Um, I mean, Anthony Bowen saying he, he knows a thing or two about scissoring and <laughs> I, I just popped, I popped hard for that. He's one. the Sultan of scissor. He is the Sultan of scissor, scissor man. Like I <laughs> dude, like he was so good. Billy Gunn was great. When Swerve came out, he was hated and booed and he had, he pulled out a rock. It's like rock always beats scissor. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, but you know, like they, they, they yeah, they, they called him sneaky, sneaky swerve, which I loved. Um, Dude, that was just such a fun I mean, segment. That was so, the funnest part of the night. That was by far the, by, my, my part of the night. You know, my highlight of the night for sure. I mean, there's one match I did, did thoroughly, I did really enjoy. Uh, but, you know, aside from the fact of how over the acclaimed is and everything, and we've talked about this before, Ridiculous. the sheer just, you know, comedy value, if you would, that the scissoring went from something that they were told explicitly not to do because the TV sponsors, the TVs were like, uh, 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 at the very beginning when, when, <laughs> when he would do it to now being the biggest thing in all of wrestling is amazing. Um, they, they hit on every level. Like Bowens didn't miss caster didn't miss Billy Gunn did just enough as he should, you know, what he needed to do for what he is. He knows how to do this, you know? So, yeah. It hit on every single level. It was, it was, it was expertly done. It's, it's definitely one of those things that it's like they're getting that right, hundred percent. Yes. And speaking of their number one, their shirt is the number one shirt in 2022. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you happen to look at T-shirt Tuesday, but they have released the pink variant of that shirt. And somebody on the show said, if that shirt ever came in pink, he would buy it. And I am glad to report that is the case. <laughs> Jamie has bought it, and it will be his house in whenever I get it. But I will wear it on the show. I have my Scissor Me Daddy ass shirt mm. coming in pink, and I'm very happy. And I'm probably going to buy it, too. Let's be real. <laughs> so fucking good. But, uh, yeah. So, another positive. I will, like, let's stick with the positives, because we're going to go negative let's, pretty let's, hard here pretty quick. Yeah, let's go positives, please. Okay. Women segments, lots of women segments. Only one match. We've only got one match. <laughs> and, and Tony keeps just adding more people to the match for what it's worth. So okay, Tony, you're putting them on there, but there was like three or four other segments of women in this show. A show that yeah. was not a lot of promos too. So yeah, okay. like Willow Nightingale. Willow Nightingale called out um, Jade. What's Jade? Thank you. Uh, again <laughs> that bitch um yeah. which whatever you know it's great um you know they had the the piece with brit saying that uh soraya can't uh can't wrestle which i thought was great because it's total work they those two are gonna end up going at it in full gear calling it now oh yeah put oh, it on yeah. put it on your calendars full gear that's you're not even getting a stamp for that that's too easy no no that's just, <laughs> that's just common knowledge at this point um no but like they had they had some good things the match actually was pretty decent honestly it wasn't like the bad. greatest match in the whole wide world it was a good match it was better than some of the other matches like the luchasaurus match that was just dumb oh. um poor fuego <laughs> poor fuego. poor fuego here goes the most um, man in all of wrestling and now he's just Two move squash match. <laughs> yeah, the, how the mighty have fallen. Um, Sky Blue got a segment with Maz and Rain, which is cool. You know, it was good. You know, I 
I like that too. The match of the night by far was the very first match of MJF Willie Ryuta. Oh my god, technical wrestling made just a go go. Perfect. They were right to lead off with that match. That match was the best wrestling match. Although I did like the TNT title match. Not gonna lie. Oh, so did I. It was a lot better than I was expecting. It wasn't it went longer. Yes, that's the whole point. But Yuda super Yuda's getting over by far, you know. And MJF is he's not doing what we expected, but he he keeps kind of dropping these hints about him being face, right? As after the match, out comes uh one of the, oh god, Lee Moriarty. I get I, Lee I Moriarty. Get, I get Lee Moriarty and, and, and Shoddy Lee all mixed up because it's like they're both Lee, so it's like, come on, man. Uh Lee Moriarty comes out and interest like, I didn't tell you to do this. What are you doing? I didn't tell you to do this. Cause he he was teasing like he was gonna shake his hand, which he wasn't gonna shake Wheeler's hand. We all know that. He's going to slip and give him the finger or something, right? But. Oh, I don't know. I don't he, know. And, and then out came, uh, you know, Stokely Hathaway to give him the ring. And he begrudgingly took it and put it on and was going to use it, you know, which, of course, drew uh, a much more subdued uh, William Regal. William Regal wasn't, uh, he must have taken his medic. He must not, he must have taken his medication because he wasn't hot to trot for, uh, uh, Excalibur tonight on the mic. <laughs> yeah, he was okay, but I loved. So I loved how that ended because he literally just walked up, put the brass knucks on, and just gave him the fuck around, find out look. You yeah, know what was, I mean? He like said, he just he straight said, first shot, go right. You know one of those things. Come on, come on, right come on, come on, come on, Cletus, come on. You so, walk over, but you limp back. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> so he's he's definitely if there is the face turn. Like you and so others have clamored for, it is slow playing like hell, which is not bad. Which I love, yeah. And I don't know. I kind of think this is a good place for him because it's hilarious. Because his music sounds, the crowd goes apeshit wild, and then he comes out and he gets booed by every one of those same people in the crowd. It's yeah, perf- it's beautiful. It's perfect. Everybody wants to see him. He's a and heel. Everybody wants to hate him too. He's a heel that they love to see. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't need to be face. Like, yeah, he, he's he's great. Like I've I've always been a big fan of him from the jump. Um, and now seeing this, like they can keep him in this tweener spot, like legit. Have him mess with the crowd, and they could do that for months. I mean, you could put him against maybe a year. He's gonna go. They're gonna have him up against Moxley eventually. Maybe at full gear. You know, probably at full gear. Um, but you know, you can put him can up we against talk about Moxley. Do what? Can we talk about Mox? Can we talk about what he said and how it wasn't necessarily directed at one Adam Hangman page? Yeah, we can talk about Mox. Go for it. So there is that segment between Mox and and Page where yeah. you know he's like, I respect you, I think you're great, <clears throat> all this stuff, but when that bell rings and it's for this title, I don't respect Jack beep because they don't allow him to say the S word anymore. Because I guess you know <laughs> they did kind of go a little nuts with it. Went it. A little crazy, so the I, network's like <laughs> Yeah. Um, but then you know, Hangman's like, Well, why we gotta wait? You've been waiting for this for three years, let's just do it now. And then legit, he this is the thing that got me. He he looked at him dead in the eyes, like you're a sweet kid. You're a sweet kid. You're you're a young guy. You know you're a young kid, and like like these other young guys, you you, you talk shit, and you, you know it gets you in trouble. And it's like as soon as he said that, I'm like oh, I know what that's about. Absolutely, it was not even a veiled backhanded comment, just a straight right cross at, at Sammy Guevara. <laughs> yeah. So, riddle me this, Batman. Riddle me this. You are in a backstage skirmish twice. Mm-hmm. And how how and how do you get reprimanded for that? Oh, you get to be in the main event of the three year anniversary, and you're the one who gets put over. You get the win. You get the pin. Even. I mean, it does not what? make the most sense. <laughs> what kind down. of message do you think that is regardless regardless if he started it or anything like that because 
I believe there's three gentlemen right now who are currently suspended that well, may or may not have started anything. Well, that and that's where I was going to go to it too. Now, now that's all pending litigation, from what we've heard. There's legal ramifications, yeah. that whatever. I think you and I and the rest of the world can agree we're ready to see Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks back in in AEW. It definitely is missing something without them. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: where are they at next week? They're in Toronto. Toronto. Kenny Omega, Canadian. Hello. Hello. I know. I know. And but maybe look at some But the thing is, like, well, yeah, you're not wrong. Sammy, it definitely feels like <clears throat> it's one of those. It's like, I know you messed up, but you're so good, and I like you, so I'm going to keep doing this, you know? Because he got... In essence, he got he got a minor suspension, did whatever for the whole Sasha Banks thing during at the beginning of the pandemic, right? You know, terrible yeah. things he said, the way he said it, you know. But he yeah. made amends to be, a, to, you know, he manned up, he made amends, he talked to, you know, okay, cool, right? He did that. And there was the whole thing with Impact, how there was something going on when they're going to have him wrestle against, you know, when Impact and and uh, um, AEW had their kind of you know interchange there. And that got all screwed up. It almost ruined, from what we heard, it almost ruined their relationship altogether, the companies. Okay, no repercussions for that, really. Then you have this twice with Eddie Kingston. Now he's attacking, going after Andrade, you know, which is kind of, un, you know, let's, be, let's be real, that's that's low-hanging fruit to, to go on a Twitter war against Andrade because nothing he said was wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Yeah. Okay, nothing yeah. that nothing that Sammy said was wrong, but it's also stuff that didn't need to be said. Just period. Yeah, you didn't need to say that. You were pissed off because he called you out on a Spanish speaking podcast mm -hmm. because you handled it incorrectly the first time. Right. He even said I came to you and all this stuff, and then you handled it wrong. So he's the one I've had problems with, and like he's basically kind of reiterating the same things that eddie kingston said in, in, in some aspects and yet andrade's sent home he's not going to be wrestling on rampage now and sammy gets to be in the main event and get put over like what the actual fuck like it, it just drives me nuts like is does does Sammy have dirt on Tony? Like, that's where I'm at with this thing. Like, how is this guy, like, he's like a cat. He's got nine lives at this <clears> point. <throat> regardless, regardless if he started it or not, he's been associated with two, two fights. And then he said the stuff about Sasha. Like, there's, well, there's smoke, there's fire here. Yeah. And even TMZ is the one who reported this, which is more reputable than, I don't know, Russell Talk. Uh, but, you know, some of these <laughs> others, you know, they're out there. And it's just ridiculous at this point. Like, it is ridiculous. He is driving me nuts. Like, they're if they're going to work this into some kind of shoot angle thing, whatever, this is the dumbest possible thing because this backstage heat thing that they've been trying to to, to quell and, 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 and squash and all those things. I, I just used the wrong words. I don't even care. Um, but <laughs> my God. Like, it feels don't like. Don't do this, Tony. It feels like, to be honest with you, I think that is exactly the point that Tony is trying to do. He is trying. He's make. He is making this, you know, uh, a plot point, and it's obvious. There's, there's all, there's almost. I wouldn't say it's there, but there's almost nuclear heat on Sammy, right? If, Sammy's like out. The crowd hates him. Yeah, Sammy's out there doing Spanish flies and all this stuff, and the crowd cheers, and then goes, "You still suck." Chance, then break out, right? You know. So there's almost almost nuclear heat on him. Okay, is is that the whole point? You're trying to make him be as big of a heel as you possibly can. You don't have anybody rising up to meet him on the other side of that. That's the only reason you do that, right? So when you're yeah. booking somebody that bad right you have nobody on the other side to meet them and you're already and you've done it the crop you've done it the proper way with mjf <laughs> it's like it's like you've made the perfect cake stop making fucking cakes okay just for real you don't need to no it's perfect it's good leave it no don't don't make another one that just give me 
that's what it feels like. That's Fat Boy talking there. Okay, like cake sounds delicious right now. Um, it does. Oh, so good. Um, we digress. No, I don't know. I don't know what else the purpose would be from that. You know, I think that it's. I think he's definitely. I think TK. While we get him some credit, people are definitely in his ear. I I truly believe Jr. is one of those. Right? He hasn't been on commentary for like a month. Right? He might have some health things going on. He does live in Florida, so there may be some stuff. You know. You know, geographic things going on. That I don't know. He was outside Jacksonville now, so they weren't really hit by the hurricane. But you know, I tend to believe that Jr. is there. He's just backstage. He's doing that thing. You know, because he, because yeah. TK needs him there. Let's be honest; he doesn't need him on commentary. No, you got great commentators. You know. With that being said, there's still some some big swings, hits, and misses that he's been doing. You know, putting Sammy out front and continuing to put the spotlight on the Jericho Appreciation Society. Part of that might be because of the whole Young Bucks and the Elite situation, you know, because they, he's resting his laurels on Jericho because he can and he needs. Okay, I get that. Meanwhile, Miro hasn't had a match in like three months. Andrade's basically being run out the door, which is probably what he wants, to be honest with you there. Yeah. Um, we talked about Malachi, but the house, I mean, he's taking some time off for himself. But while he's doing that, the House of Black had a couple things and they've disappeared, right? Dark Order is being systematically destroyed, you know? It's like some of, you know, this is the perfect time not to promote Sammy. Because he's going to have that heat next time he shows his face on TV. Regardless, you have other toys to play with. Yeah. And... Like he's he's getting X Pac heat. Like I don't want him on my television. Yeah, it's X Pac heat. Yes, he's talented. <clears throat> yes, his vlogs annoying. He's annoying. Like I, and, 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 you know, his he's, relationship he's a with Ty boy, is yeah. You he's know. basically a twelve year old boy, and it's just it's frustrating. Like it, the the way he's able like. He's he's that kid who's got the parent who won't discipline him, so he thinks he has free reign to do anything. He's that that, that spoiled little brat. He's that chick from uh, NXT fandom with the parents that have you know got the dude uh, got one of the rascals like blackballed or whatever because yeah, mm-hmm. I remember her. I don't know who I remember her name, but I know yeah that kid that anyway. You're not wrong and. Here's the funniest thing. Sammy beat Miro for a TNT title, one of the best TV matches that there had been up to that point on, and he was so popular. It was it, it was the feel good moment of, you know, a good spell there. <laughs> yeah. And then just immediately since then, Boo, to the point where we're like, get the belt off of him. Somebody please beat him. No, don't give it back to him. What are you doing? And then there's it just keeps going on. Maybe it's a work. I don't know. At this point, I don't even care. Just give like, him off he's TV. put that much disdain in my mouth. Ma- like, the taste is just bad. Diet yeah. Pepsi bad. <laughs> Got that nasty <clears throat> aftertaste. If you like Diet Pepsi, like you got kill kits stored somewhere. Like that's, that's <laughs> how I feel about Diet Pepsi. Like, wow. Yeah. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. who on the bingo card that Jamie's gonna bury Diet Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's happening. Um, now, but no, like I hate him. Here's 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 the part that kills me with this too, you know. Tony he knows he has important pieces on the shelf because he brought out Brian Cage to go up against Wardlow. Finally, a competitor for Wardlow that A, makes sense, we believe can beat him, and that he was given the opportunity to actually do that in, which is, by all accounts, a pretty remarkable match because then he had two massive guys doing things that their bodies should not be doing, you know, sort of stuff. Both of them, you know? Yeah, it was phenomenal. I was stoked about that match. I'm glad it got more than five minutes because I was like, oh, they're going to bury Brian for No, he didn't, you know, so. Did not bury him, which was nice. Which is, 
you could have done more of that. You can have more women's matches, Tony. You can have two women's matches. Just saying, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you're right. And the fact that they end with that, it's overall, the show was, like I said, opener was good. The women's match was not bad. I like the Brian Cage thing. Scissoring Day was 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 awesome. But other than that, mostly the show just kind of meh. It you know, I feel like they're missing I, something, and I think that something is the elite. Honest to God, I don't. So I want to disagree with you so bad, just because then we could have some kind of banter here. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Like, and the thing is, like, they're still doing fine. Like, yes, Jericho has picked up picked up the 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 the, the flag, and he's waving it hard, AEW flag, really hard. Same with Brian Danielson. Same with Moxley. Like those guys have been the sure. pillars who step up while all this stuff has happened, and they've done a phenomenal job. But now it's been a month. Things are starting to quiet down a little bit. You still have this drama that's going on. You're rewarding people for some of the drama. You're suspending people, other people for the drama. Completely non, not equitable whatsoever. Um, it's just a weird place right now. And, like, they do need that spark on on the TV. Like, if, if Kenny Omega comes out on Wednesday's Dynamite in Toronto. Just even comes out. Doesn't have to wrestle. Just comes out. Beats I feel like I feel like that's a huge win. I Absolutely. really do. I feel like that's a big win for them. I am with you, you know, and I feel and this is the part that I really get, because you 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 talked about this when we were talking about the women, you know? Because I feel like they are doing the due diligence they probably should have done two and a half years ago <laughs> of laying the groundwork to have an actual women's, you know, division, right? You saw that Mass and Rain and introduced her as a coach, and then there's Sky Blue, this you know young, fresh, you know future star. You know they're propping yeah. her up. Willow Nightingale's getting featured. You know Jamie Hayter's probably the biggest star right now in the women's division. You have all that. You know Tony Storm's still on your TV every week because look at her, but she can go. You know and yeah. it's been there, but not the focus. It's been good for all. They're doing the right things, you know. Oh, shout out and get well to to Ruby, by the way. Hey, Ruby, you know she had she had successful surgery on her nose, so she'll be back soon. Um, oh, and how'd she break that again? That'd be Tay Conti doing Tay Conti things at all out. Oh yeah, yeah, she's but, totally safe. But they but they still even had Tay Conti and Anna J, you know, as part of that. That you know, but. Her wrestling abilities aside, you know, <laughs> you got to have heels in this division too. But I was saying, I feel like they're only the good ground for that, you know. And I feel like it's just like, it just, everything else just feels like it's, something's missing. And I don't know what else it can be. You know, I think that maybe that's it. That he just doesn't have that extra piece. And maybe there's the uncertainty about CM Punk. So, it's like, is it a domino effect that affects everything else? He doesn't know what to... You really, you you had, you had, you know, you've had this Roosh versus Adam uh, Page thing, which has been going on for Rampage for the past couple of weeks. Okay, then you prop it right into the second hour of Dynamite, and a lot of people watch Dynamite don't necessarily watch Rampage. Let's be honest. Okay, ratings are what they are. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else. Mm. I don't know. It just feels like. They're missing something. They're missing something. Yeah. But it's not like it's a bad something either, too. This was, by all accounts, three years in. Three-year anniversary show. If you remember back to the very first night, you know, it was all fun and excitement. It was just a spot fest of wrestling, right? Because they didn't know. Yeah. And no stories to go on. So they're like, fucking do something, right? You know? And each year's gotten better. I think that overall, it's a more mature uh, promotion. I agree. Because of that, there's a lot of moving pieces to it. You guys, let us know what you think. You know, please. I would like to hear somebody one defend Sammy or two defend Diet <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> I, dare I, you. I used to drink Diet Pepsi when I was a kid for a spell. I'd drink Diet Coke. 
Well, then, well, then I drink I, that. I moved to Diet Coke, and then I drank Diet Coke for yeah. years before I quit soda. Yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper tastes just, I mean, legit is regular Dr. Pepper just with a slight aftertaste. Like, it's it's actually I've always I've like, always hated I've always hated Dr. Pepper of any flavor. You, well, that's funny because, like, there's a lot of people out there who hate it. And I'm like, I'm not one of them. I love it because I love root beer and stuff like that. Like, I love has, root beer. Like, root beer. I love root it beer. I like can't. I can't. It does not. I don't know. I just. It's got a weird twang to it that I just can't get behind. It's like I don't. Know. It's weird. Dr Pepper is very much that Sammy Guevara of drinks. People love it or they hate it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to bury Dr Pepper. Well, maybe I am. Fuck Dr Pepper. There we go. That's what we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just shit on college football which is gonna be in lawrence kansas on saturday baby let's go rock top good good for them although okay i want i had the news on in the background while i was doing i was making some 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 powerpoints for some for summit i gotta do i gotta give some presentations next week right so I have the news on in the background, mostly because I like to hear the weather. You know, I just want to know like how I need to dress, right? But I have the news on in the background, and they were in. They were. They had a guy there that was doing you know spots from yeah you know, outside the stadium, and they're, like, they're expecting we could have up to fifty thousand people at game day, and I go, okay, no game day's gotten more than eighteen thousand or so, right? None of them. Not at the national championship, not Ohio State or the, you know, uh, Red River rivalry or any, you know. And they're like, we're going to have 50,000. I go, slow down. <laughs> Your stadium doesn't you know even fit 50,000. You know how we do it around here. Do you remember how many people showed up for when the Royals won? Do you remember how many people showed up for when the Chiefs won? You weren't there, but I was there. I was not. People there go nuts. Yep. People go nuts around here especially KU fans like I hear you I this mean is we the have, first time we've had a football team in 13 years man 13 dude. years okay St. Louis when when the Blues won they had uh they had a little bit more than what the Royals had for their parade too you know so uh when Denver won the Super Bowl or no was it their Super Bowl or was it the yeah? It was the super when Denver won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty. They had I think you know like two and a half million. Atlanta had shit. Toronto had like seven million people or something stupid on the parade route, you know. Or, or no, it was like four million. I don't. know. I'm making up numbers now, but I don't. Know. I'm just saying. I get that it's going to be packed. It's going to be a great atmosphere for all you red leggers out there. You know, they're into that sort of shit, but. To get more than double what's ever been done for a college game day. Okay, okay, slow down. Maybe you will, and if you do, fantastic. Good for you, but come on. Where I don't know where, where we just went totally off the rails there. <laughs> we we, we kind of did. We 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 kind of did. Yeah. Um. So I, actually, as of this writing too, that there's a lot. Um. There's some people in AEW disputing what TMZ is reporting already. So again. Here we go with those rumors, man. Here we go with those rumors. My favorite sign from tonight. There's a lot of good scissor signs. The scissor section was fantastic. Love that. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. lots of good signs throughout the night. My favorite sign was a very simple sign. If, uh, if you look on, and it was during the second, basically the last third of the show is when I noticed it. But looking from the, 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 the fixed camera straight at the ring just over to the right-hand side. It says hire HR staff. <laughs> Amen. And I'm like, Amen. that's 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 about that's about it, right? Growing pains, you know. Hey, a wrestling company ran by wrestlers, right? Is is bound to have some speed bumps along the way, and hey, these are them. How do you learn? from this well you know you got you got to trust the right people you got to make the right moves you got to not just double down and be all about yourself tk which is you know which is the fatal wcw air right i don't think he yep. will i don't think he will i think i think he'll write it i do because i think he's had flashes you mm -hmm. know i i just he needs he needs more help I, i'm sorry like he's just now start, starting to build more staff like he needs more 
Like I'm not even kidding. He needs a he needs a good amount. He needs he needs a couple solid people at the top. Not, not I know that just sounded like I made a comparison to what WWE's corporate structure was for the past thirty years. It's not right. It's not Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn and you know Johnny Ace. It, no, but he needs you know couple people up there because he's also still a vp for the jaguars he has an actual real job he's a vice president of yeah. analytics for the jaguars right who are actually yeah. having a, they're actually not terrible this year but which is insane i mean there's only so much time in a day and you know you gotta you gotta get some more people in there especially with what's because what's going on with roh they are obviously doing something roh i mean you even had the whole TNT title match was to prop up Brian Cage's faction, the tag team, Khan's uh, tag team, you know, the Pillars of Agony, uh, set up for an RH tag title match against. I mean, they got to be doing stuff. So I'd, mm. I would love to see a comment down below somebody defending Sammy. I want to hear it. Let's see it. Somebody give it to me. Let's go. Yeah, and we won't attack you or anything like that. Like, I'm always up to have a solid discussion. We can completely disagree. That is totally fine. Right. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I don't mind. We we can not see eye to eye. I still respect you. I know that there are those people who still love, no matter what, Sammy Guevara, right? And I don't dislike the kid, right? I, I do. You do. I, I think he's still, wrestling-wise, he's got all the skills, right? Agreed. I think that, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm, uh, but there are definitely people who are fully in his camp too. So, let's hear it. Yeah. All right. Hey, what else you got? Any, anything else for this week? Anything else? Float your boat. Um, trip your trigger. Wet your whistle. Um. Yeah. No, not really. I'm. I'm just really wanting to get to Friday now so I can watch the new Hellraiser. <laughs> Dying at Hellraiser. Um. I've been watching Andor on Fridays too. I. I know it comes out on Wednesdays, but I. You. You've not been following along with this since the first three episodes. Yep. Nope. I'm waiting for it all to come out. I'll watch it all in one sitting and figure out if I if I'm gonna hate it or not. That's probably the first three episodes. It's leaning towards hate because it was so slow, but it got there for me. I'm like, okay, this has got potential. Mm. Don't want to vision me. <laughs> yeah, and, and people. And here's the thing, you know. And we're we're on tangent world now, people. We'll, we're gonna wrap up in just a second. But for those of you who only care about wrestling, hey, sorry, we're gonna go on tangent world for a second. Yes, people sorry. talk glowingly about WandaVision. And I liked WandaVision. I also felt it was by far the weakest of the TV the Marvel TV shows. Yes, I no, you I have not She Hulk yet. I have not seen She Hulk or Moon Knight yet. Just FYI. I enjoyed Moon Knight, actually. I'm I'm excited to see it. I just hadn't gotten around to it. I just told you you missed yeah. it. And I've heard She Hulk is meant to be its own it's a different sort of show, is what I've been told. Different sort of thing. Yeah. Right? That being said. I wanted to like WandaVision a lot more than I actually did. It was slow, but then when it got there, it got there hard. Like that was the thing. Like it got there. I'm like, yes, but literally is two and a half episodes. Well, like that was okay. the whole show. Cause it, and we're not going to spoil it. You know, it's been out for a while. So who gives a shit, but we, we're not going to spoil it for those of you who maybe haven't watched it and want to be surprised, but it got to where you thought it was going to get to right at the very beginning. But they gave you like four different swerves. Oh, they're going to go this way. Oh, there's this way. Oh, no, that's the big. Oh, no, it's this way all along. It's like, well, what the fuck, man? Because <laughs> they pussyfoot around and then they go like 100 miles an hour with like these like, this is the way it's going to go. Oh, no, it's going this way. Oh, no. It's oh, no, no. You're right the first time. And then it ends. Right. Just boom. I just, I just, I don't know. I just. I was really into it at first because I'm like, this is weird as shit. What's going on? And then after like the second episode, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand everything. I know what's happening now. But it took forever to get to that point. I like Andor's fourth episode. I thought it was a okay. lot. Good setup. I think that it'd be interesting to see because I'm, I'm in it now. I'm watching it weekly. But it's interesting to see your comment once you watch it uh, in a like a straight through because it – a lot of these are so much better. I don't think Loki was, but I think a lot of them are a lot better served as a straight shot, right? Yeah, Loki is perfect. Loki's 
was awesome and it was great. I think Kenobi, which I know you don't like in general, but Kenobi is better suited as like a, as a straight through thing. Um, Agreed. Bunch of them. You guys, if you're, if you're still with us here, <laughs> give us your thoughts. You know, as we talk about more nerd shit here on a wrestling podcast, we should make a nerd podcast you know, separately because we yeah. could talk total nerd fest. Uh, it, it may or may not be coming. I might, I'm, I'm, oh, I might have to start working on a logo. No, okay, so <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. For those of you back to wrestling, fuck Sammy. Fuck Sammy, uh, but <laughs> support your And Andrade is kind of a, a, a petty little guy, too, so it's fine. He is. He, okay, it's the worst kept secret that he wants to be back in WWE where his wife is. Okay, yeah. sure, go, yeah. right? He's They're, not been on TV for personal reasons because whatever. Yeah. And they and they and, they, and they're propping Roosh up with Jose by himself for this purpose. Let's be real. They did sign mm-hmm. Bandito. Did you see that Bandito accepted the contract? Yes, Bandito is all elite, baby. That made me happy. Don't know if that's for ROH thing or if it's for. Uh, uh, I hope it's for AEW because you could put because Ban- he's amazing. You could just. I hate to even say this, but you could take Andrade, move him out, plug him in there. Bandito and Roosh with Jose the assistant. That works just fine for me. I want to see Ray Phoenix versus Bandito. I want to see that a lot. I just want to see. And I know it's, it's you know, spare it's me. Libre. Spare me the trope, right? You know, you're, oh, you're putting all the little Mexican guys against each other. Yes. Yes, I am. Because that would just make my night every week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Bandito versus Wardlow would still be a fun, entertaining match. Bandito versus you, Moxley you would f- be fun. Bandito versus anybody on here would be fun. He is top yeah. tier. Yeah, but like to your point, if I want if I want filthy Spanish shit, I don't want to half ass it. I want a whole ass it. Go and if it. I'm a whole ass it, I'm gonna go with the top fires. Ray Phoenix, Pac, Dante Martin. Like, give me some of let's that. Go. Give me some of the flyers. Let's go, right? Let's just, let's just, you know, overload that shit. Please and thank you. <laughs> well, that that's what we got here. Let us also, if you're still, if you're still with us, let us know. Total Nerd Fest. Do you want to hear us nerd out a little bit separately? I mean, I'd be down for that. We'll see what we can do. Uh, let us yeah. know. Yes or no. Uh, but we'll be back next week regardless. Uh, you know, We do have some business to take care of this weekend also. As oh, you yeah. guys know. Yep. Yeah, you almost forgot, didn't you? As uh, you, it's not my belt, so it's fine. Uh, that's just a good point. It's going to be my belt soon. So we do have a belt that we do for picks. We like to do it for all the big ones for AEW. Uh, we also include Impact Wrestling in that, and then occasionally some other ones, ROH, maybe WWE. Who knows? We kind of throw it out there. But we like to do for sure AEW, and we've been including all the big, the big four, that is, from Ring of Honor, or from uh, Impact Wrestling, excuse me. And this weekend is bound for glory. One of the biggest Impact Wrestling pay-per-views with some holy good goddamn good matches happening. Most notably, Masha Slamovich challenging Jordan Grace for the women's title. You watched last week the uh, Pick Your Poison match for uh, for Masha. It was, uh, right, Jamie? The uh, the monster's ball between Allie Catch and Masha <laughs> on Impact. Oh. It was amazing. It was everything I wanted and then some. Like, that's how good it was. And for those the dog, this was after we got to see uh, Chris Bay team up with his Bull Club brethren, Ace Austin, and go up against Trey Miguel and Lindsay Dorado. <laughs> I mean, boom. But you've got, you've got a slew of other matches happening as well there. Um, you know, uh, we are going to do our picks for it. And uh, next week, we're going to let you know mm-hmm. if we have or who is this guy, the new champion for Total Spot Fest picks. So we have that coming up here. Um, but we'll also have whatever else happened. Um, you know, next week is the Toronto show. It's a big effing deal. So we'll have to see how they do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you. If they have, if they have, uh, if they have a, little, a little cleaner action at the end of the show. It'll be a win for me. If not, uh, please let's see what happens. So 
thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, we do, we do truly appreciate your, your time. Absolutely do. You know, uh, we also appreciate your support. It definitely helps us out. If it's your first time, like, 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 and subscribe down below helps us out quite a bit. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast station, you know, leaving, leaving, leaving a review helps us out immensely. So we appreciate any support you do or none of it. Who gives a shit? Right. But we would appreciate it if you could do that. So helps us a lot. It does help us a lot if you do want to do it, you know, but you don't have to, but if you do, it's, it helps us a lot. All right. No, so, you have to. Don't tell, don't tell them they don't have to. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's kind of that old meme. It's like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just give us a like, man. <laughs> just, just cl click the like. Mike will save Jamie from bashing on Diet Pepsi one time, and a subscribe will prevent JJ from burying Dr Pepper any further. See, there you go. This Wins. is how we. This is how we Wins. save the sodas, guys. All right. We will see you guys next week. Jamie, take us home, man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got three words for you. Scissor me timbers. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.